Hey there, everyone. I'm Sherry Dixon, and this is Strong Inside and Out, the show where we focus on all of the strategies and tips that will empower you to design your best life, living strong inside and out. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Strong Inside and Out. I hope you are having a great week. As I'm recording this podcast, I just completed my 28th year in public education, cleaned out my office, and turned in my resignation. It's been a bittersweet kind of experience. For so many years, my role, my identity has been that of teacher and most recently principal. And now I get to be Sherry. I promise you, I have not had this kind of experience in so long. You see in public education, you tend to dedicate your life to the work because it matters so much, just like so many other professions. But I knew it was time to make a pivot. I knew that over these last 16 years as a principal, now I've taken on three different schools, but I was starting to run out of new ideas. And I was starting to get a little bit, what do I wanna say? Maybe burnt out? It's hard work. And I was starting to feel like I was on that hamster wheel just going and going and going, doing the same thing over and over, which now that I say it out loud, I guess that's really probably the definition of insanity, but I was truly expecting to have a different result. Now, here's the great news about my career in education. I definitely can tell you we made a difference. I told one of my employees about a month ago when I first announced that I was making this pivot that what my goal in life was to leave a legacy and that I had hoped that I had actually done just that. And she commented back and said, absolutely. And that makes me know I have affected so many students so many teachers, so many families in a positive way. And at least if they did not go on to do great things in life, they know that there are options. And that's exactly what I set out to do because that's exactly what I needed and wanted and received from my teachers when I was a kid. And it's exactly what I would want for my own daughter as her mom. So as I'm making this pivot, which was big, I also had another big thing take place last week. Confident, Courageous, and Clear with Sherry, my online talk show, the platform actually launched on Apple, Amazon Fire, and Roku. Y'all, this is huge. We are now going to be streaming to 100 different countries. Just think about the impact that we're going to be able to have by making that leap. I didn't do it. 
but it is everybody coming together, producing good material and helping build what Hannah and Adriana from She Rises Studios and Phoenix TV set out to do, which is to empower women to build whatever they want in life. So you can definitely make sure to check out Confident, Courageous, and Clear with Sherry, not only on the Phoenix TV app, but now on those three platforms. And each week, I have to say, just kind of like the podcast, I feel like the show is getting better and better. And I just met somebody this morning at a networking event that's going to be a guest on my show. And she's going to be amazing, just like all of the other guests have been with so much knowledge and so much wisdom. So those are the big things that have been happening for me. In addition to feeling better, you can tell my voice is pretty much back. And this week, I also have to say, it's been kind of one of those weeks where I committed to recommit to myself when it comes to my fitness. And that's actually what I want to talk to you about this week. So let's get started. So I came across this question earlier in the week, and somebody on a podcast had said, do you think there's a difference between health and fitness? Can you be healthy and maybe not fit? And you know, so many times I sit and I think about Oh, yeah, I'm a healthy person. And I also have to say, prior to probably November of 2022, I would also have said, I'm a very fit person. You've heard me talk about my workouts before. I'm a half marathon runner. I train every year for at least one half marathon. A few years I've done two, but I do at least one. I run throughout the summer outside in the heat here in Houston, Texas. I do weight work. I've added yoga into my workout regimen. But since wrapping up that final year in education and starting a side business, my time was limited. And I've shared before that you have to make choices, right? We all have to make choices in life. And one of the choices I made was to allow myself to go from five workouts per week to three. And sometimes three meant two. We'll be honest. You know, you get busy, you get tired. It's okay when you let one workout go when you're doing five, but when you're doing only three, one workout costs a whole lot more, right? And I have to say, I let my fitness get away from me. Now, that's not to say that I'm an unhealthy person. I eat well. I sleep when I need to. I take my vitamins and supplements. I drink my water. I practice that everything in moderation. I am a very healthy person. But my fitness suffered. I started to notice maybe around February that my muscle mass changed. And y'all know I turned 52 
last week as well. And I definitely learned that stuff that you could do easily in your 30s, not so easily in your 50s. So I noticed my muscle mass changed. And one of the biggest things that I always read, research, and I know in my own knowledge is that as you age, it's super important to incorporate weight work into your workouts. Because the more muscle mass you have, the higher your metabolism stays so that you can continue to have a fit life. I also know that endurance changed for me. A year ago, I could go out and do a five mile run with no problems. Maybe not so much right now. And y'all, what I also learned is that it started to change and then it went downhill really fast. And I know it's because my body is changing and it's not as easy, as I said, to just pick up and bring it right back. Now, back in the day when I was really into health and fitness and when I was studying to be a PE teacher and when I stayed on top and trying to figure out if I wanted to be a personal trainer, I learned that basically every one week you take off, and I say take off in quotes, you have to expect two weeks to catch back up. So let's think about that math. I just told you a minute ago, my workout routines, my fitness regimen changed in November of 2022. It's June of 2023. That's six months. So in essence, if I followed that rule, it's going to take me a year, 12 months to get myself back to where I was. And let me just tell you, this was my first week back because as I said, I recommitted myself. And let me tell you what I learned. I learned that it's going to take me a minute to get back. In my 30s, maybe not so much. I don't know if I would have believed two weeks for every one week off. But in my 50s, absolutely. So what did I learn? Well, number one, I learned that running three miles has been very difficult. Now, in my defense, I am going to tell you I was sick. The doctor diagnosed me with sinus infection, upper respiratory infection, and possible strep. Couldn't do the strep test because I did a teledoc but gave me antibiotics and it took me a minute to recover. So of course my physical level probably wasn't where it needed to be. And this was my first week to go back to five workouts in the week. And while I was sick, I still did some workouts, but I just walked instead of ran. And let me just tell you, walking is, is difficult. I promise. I told somebody one day, I went on a three-mile walk, and I felt like I used different muscles than I use when I run, which is absolutely true. But when you walk, your 
lung capacity, the, the way you breathe, the way you work, the energy level is completely different than when you run, unless you're a speed walker, which I am not. But for me, it was completely different. So after doing some workouts with walking, I decided I'm going to go back to the running. And I felt good until I didn't. It was hard. The breathing was hard. My rhythm was off. My shins started to hurt. And actually, by the fifth workout, a reoccurring knee pain crept itself right back up. That was a lesson I had to learn. Getting back to it will be challenging. So I told myself this, number one, you either work through the pain or don't stop. Meaning I should not have stopped in November. Now I'm at a place where I don't get a choice anymore. I have to work through the pain. The second thing I learned this week is that your mind will play a lot of tricks on you. Now, yes, my knee did hurt yesterday. That's not a mind trick. However, my mind was playing a big trick when I was starting to breathe very heavy and I wanted to quit. And everything in my head was telling me, it's okay. It's all right. You've got tomorrow. And every once in a while, I have to stop myself. And in my head, I say these words. Okay, girl, stop it. You need to get yourself together and you need to remember you can do hard things. And you're not going to die. As a matter of fact, you'll pass out before you die. And you're nowhere close to passing out. So let's just get that out of your head and let's get moving. And I had that talk with myself this week. And it helped. I got through the workouts and I got all five of them done. But y'all, this happens in anything. It's not just even about your working out. It's about life in general. Our mind has so much power. If we believe we can do something, we can do it. If we believe we can't do something, well then, we'll never achieve it. We know that to be true in anything that we do in life. So imagine being hot and sweaty and tired and breathing heavy. And then your mind says, it's okay. Go ahead. Just quit. So many people want to do that. I'm glad that I didn't because once again, I made it through my five workouts. And then finally, I learned that my body really can do more than what I give it credit. When I stepped back and did my reflecting yesterday afternoon, I started to think, look at what I did this week. And really, it didn't take me all that long. I didn't do super long workouts. Each day I did one hour. We have 24 hours in a day. That's a very small slice of my day. And even this week, Sure, school was already out, but I was still working at the schoolhouse. 
I was still doing my side business. I was still making sure all the reports, end of the year reports were done and I'm preparing this next person to take over for my position. And I had company. And I still got them done. It really makes me think about something I was talking about today on my social media and that's being that 1%. That when things are hard, what do you do so that you don't give up? And how do you believe so that you can keep going? Your mind, your body, but also your motivation. And if you really think about it, we can do way more than what we give ourselves credit for. So here's where I'm at on my journey. I am planning to shed a few pounds. I think I've gained a little bit, but mainly because maybe my muscle tone has changed into something else. And I'm not even going to tell you what that is. You can imagine. But nothing out of control for sure. I also know that I feel better when I give some physical energy to something. And not only do I feel better, but I also feel a little more invincible. Have you have ever had one of those experiences that you accomplished something and you're like, wow, look at me, look what I did. I always feel that way when I cross the finish line of the half marathon, whether it's a super fast one or not, I feel like, dang, you girl, you did it. You went 13 miles today. Having that feeling of accomplishment really does play a big part in what you can do in other areas of your life. And I felt that this week. And after getting the five workouts in, today's a rest day for me as far as working out. But tomorrow I'll be back at it and I feel good about it. I feel like, yeah, I'm going to get back to it. The other thing, just with the five workouts this week, I already started to feel more confident with my self-image. Now, I'm, pretty, I'm a pretty confident woman. I'm pretty strong. I'm pretty empowered. I believe I can do almost anything in life. But every once in a while, we all get doubts. We're all human. But feeling stronger, feeling that sense of accomplishment, it really did help with my self-image. As a matter of fact, to my event this morning, I wore a cute little dress, which I don't do very often because so many times I'll go, oh no, that just doesn't look so great on me today, especially over the last six months. But I felt pretty good walking into the restaurant this morning. So let's talk about you. Being a strong woman, being a strong person means that you feel good about yourself on the inside but also on the outside. And I'm definitely not here to say that everybody should be held, well, let me rephrase, should be fit. I think you should have some kind of level of fitness that you can enjoy life. I think you should have some physical activity every day in life to keep you healthy. And I truly believe that we should all live as healthy of a lifestyle as we possibly can. So that when those other hurdles happen in life, we can, we can overcome them. 
Those are just Sherry Dixon's words. How do you feel about that? Have you experienced times where you feel really good about your physical health and it's had an effect on other areas in your life? Or have you had a time like me last week where someone who doesn't get sick very often, I felt like my world was crashing in. I'm going to be honest. And probably I don't handle sickness very well, but I was, my throat was hurting. I was in pain and I had to muddle through and still take care of the things I had to take care of, right? I didn't have a minute of downtime, but I felt like, oh my gosh, when is my life going to be back to normal? When am I going to feel normal again? I can't even imagine what a chronic illness may feel like. But even with a chronic illness, what if you were able to take some steps that helped you feel better and you didn't have to deal with as much pain or as much suffering? So I want you to do a little check in with yourself this week. Take a little time to reflect. Do you feel like you are in a place that you feel good about your health and fitness? And if you don't, what's one thing you could do? One, one thing, y'all, one thing. I'm not saying go plan to run a marathon next week, but could you drink a little more water? Could you take a vitamin? Could you cut back on fried food? Could you go for a five minute walk, which then becomes a 10 minute walk and then a 15 and eventually maybe you're able to go one or two miles. Maybe you used to be at that level and you've let it go because of some kind of reason like I did. What could you do to start getting back on track? Maybe you're somebody who feels pretty good about it, but you're not consistent. Could you schedule yourself time? on your daily planner, on your daily schedule to give yourself that self-care. I promise you, if you made this a priority, just like everything else in life, it can happen. And it doesn't have to be super big and super huge. Will it be easy? Probably not. Will it be worth it? Absolutely. I would love to hear how it's going for you. Now, I will never tell you I'm a personal trainer right now because I don't have that certification. But as I've said before, knowing that health and fitness has always been a priority for me, knowing that I was a PE major in college, knowing that this is just part of who I am, I am here to be a sounding board. I'm here to listen. I'm here to give you some feedback. Reach out because I would love to be able to hear your story, connect with you. Maybe you're doing something way better than I am, honestly, and be able to help you continue to stay motivated and on your path to being strong inside and out. All right, y'all. Next week, I'm hoping to have a guest on. But if that doesn't happen, I will be back and we'll have another great episode. Have a great week. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Strong Inside and Out. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe and don't forget, leave us a great review. Of course, if you know someone who would love this podcast, let them know. And as always, follow me at www.findagirlinherdog.com. Until next time.